his groin. Right, right in, right in the penis. Yeah, right on it. Like, at the Motel Six. It happened on Sunday. The Motel. Hey, six. you, you and my daughter. You know what I'm saying? Like this, this guy walks in on his 20 year old daughter, not his 12 year old daughter. Okay, not his 14 year old daughter. He walks in and like shoots the guy in his in his penis. How do you recover? How does the penis recover from getting shot? Does anyone, does anyone know out there? <laughs> it's gotta be. I mean, that's definitely like reconstructive surgery for real. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're gonna have to mold it and craft it. But How listen, old was the guy? Uh, they didn't say, but he was like her age group. He just didn't like the guy. Uh, you know what I mean? And that's not okay. Excuse me, dads out there. It's not okay to shoot the boyfriend of your daughter just because you don't like him and she won't leave him alone, okay? They were clearly together for a reason, all right? So that's that. Um, this one is a very sad story. I really didn't want to talk about it, but I think we should talk about it because I think that mental health is super weird. It's, it's real, you know what I mean? So did you guys hear about the mother who put, um, she, a mother of three that put two of her sons in an oven and turned it on and they passed away? That was very, very hard. Mm-hmm. No, I didn't hear that. Yeah, it was all over the news. I was like, what? And I was like, people sometimes don't know what other people are going through. I mean, I, I'm in no way do I have sympathy for her. But it's like, it is a sad case all around. So, yeah, I guess in a sense, I do kind of have sympathy for her. But I have more sympathy for the youth. But at the end of the day, like, people really go through a lot of stuff mentally. And we don't even know what somebody could be suffering from. Right. It, and I think it's a, well, I was just going to say to to what you're saying, I think it's a difference between having sympathy and empathy. You're not okay. empathizing with her, okay. but you're saying that you feel sad right. that whatever mental, you know, stability she's lacking allowed her to do that. So right. I understand what you're saying. Right. And so, like, I just want to say a prayer for all of all of the, the, the lives, the souls that were lost. A prayer for the mom, because, you know, even if, she, even if she happens to be her case, that you're, you're tormented for life. You know right. what I mean? Like, that's not something that you can live with. And, you know, it, it all around is really, really sad. And, you know, just check up on people. That's that's really all I got to say. Make yeah. sure the kids are, make sure people that have kids are good. Because sometimes having kids make you go crazy. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, people with kids don't always have time to themselves. And so, we, as their friends, sometimes who may not have kids, well, you're about to have kids. <laughs> but, you know what I mean? Like, think about the selfishness right. of us when we're single. We're like... Uh, girl, you can't get okay, okay. You know, <laughs> maybe sometimes bring over some food to your friend's house that has a child and say, Hey, let's just sit and let's kick it. I know you can't leave the kids are here, but let's give them a tablet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let's have this little food, whatever, you know. Right. Like, so just reach out to people because people go crazy and crazy stuff happens like that. All right, let's play a game, guys. We're gonna play a game. All right, it's called Who Wants It More? Okay. Yeah. So I'm gonna say a um, a phrase or a topic, and you say either men or women. Okay. Okay. All right. Who wants it more? Sex. Women. <laughs> you didn't even hear it. You just you just started it. You don't know. <laughs> who wants it more, men? Who wants sex women. more? Women. What do you say? <laughs> good sex, women. Good. I didn't say good sex. Right. I said sex. Yeah. Um... Men, if it's just sex, men. Hmm, you think so? I'm starting to believe it's women. <laughs> all right, who? All right, who wants it more? Money. Men. Women. <laughs> I think that's my standard answer for this game. Oh, okay. Why do you say women want want uh, money more? I don't know. I just know 
women are uh women uh actually i think women are more oriented right now in this time to uh go after money and i think i don't know if they're after investments and properties and different assets a lot of people are just seeing money right now i think that's a horrible blanket statement to say right now i saw your eye just twitch but ah. <laughs> it's a game all right come on all right, right. who was, i know we kind of got deep for a second we like <laughs> <laughs> Who wants it more? Um, foreplay. Women. Okay. Who wants it more? Kissing. Women. Who wants it more? Oral. Men. Men. Okay. <laughs> Who wants it more? Marriage. Women. Women. Okay. Who wants it more? Dates. Women. Mm. Who wants it more? Food. Women. <laughs> ah! All right, guys. Thank you for playing with once and more. You guys doing good sports. See, that wasn't that bad. Yeah. Usually, you know, usually, you know, I go a little hard, but you know. All right. So now it's time for post of the week um, or meme of the week. But this week we're doing a post. Um, I was on Facebook, and I don't know. Are you guys familiar with the Facebook group Spice Gang, the Philadelphia group? No. Okay. So I am a woman of many, many backgrounds, and so I have discovered that. Facebook actually has different groups. And so Spice Gang was brought to me by one of my, my friends in the know. And it's around, it hangs out, and it's mm -hmm. chill. So Spice Gang is like a Philly, like I would say ghetto kind of group. Like everyone in Philly, everyone who's like underground Philly is in this group. And you have, you'll see the most craziest things. People go live doing the crazy. I've seen people like do some crazy things on Spice Gang. Like pull a train on somebody or crackhead or something. Like it's a crazy oh thing. Or like pull, put, like put, Post a picture of who, like, your the person who your boyfriend cheated on you with. Like, it's just so many crazy things in Spice Gang. So, anyway, somebody wrote a stat, because I don't go in the group, but if I see something on the timeline, it sticks out, I saw something that stuck out. So, someone said, um, it was a post that said, if you, a quote, if you never, if you never ate her pussy on her period, then you're not a real nigga, right? So, I thought to myself, I'm like, this is what we're doing? Like, okay. Okay, and I'm like, wow, sexual culture has really changed. You know what I mean? And I just feel like, how do people really feel about maybe not eating it but running it? You know what I mean? Like, intercourse. What do you guys think? I think that's complicated because I think a woman has for for a woman to even allow that to go down. You gotta feel like that's kind of y'all letting that go down. Like, are y'all into that? Would you let it go down if he was down for it? I asked you first. You gotta answer. Well, I had a rebuttal. Well, I'm just, set, I'm just putting perspective too. <laughs> so I'm in, in, in the middle. Uh -huh. So I mean, for me personally, it's not my thing. Okay. It feels weird. It feels different to me. So yes, I have tried that. Okay. But I'm not. It's not something that I like to do. It's like if that's something and right. it's that time of the month and he really wants to. Right. Then it's like, yeah, right. I'm with you, sister. All right. You like, know what I'm saying? Like, okay, but really? I know other females really? that definitely like it. They say it feels better. It feels good. Not me. Not for me. For me, like you said, like I feel like when we were younger, in my opinion, like we tried things. People thought people were like, it was like a taboo. Well, he did it to you on your like, your, you right. know, like he must really like you, like, or y'all must really be. Like, oh, there's some weird stuff going on like that. Right. But like now, like I would, I wouldn't, I would just wait till it's over to see you, or like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like it, in religious practices, especially like Islam, like, and I was raised in Islam, I feel like 
that's like a time where a woman is not supposed to be touched because she's right. considered unclean. Mm-hmm. And uh, essentially, your menstruation is you being cleansed out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so, if a guy doesn't even give you that time, you'll never have time to a peace. Like, <laughs> can you imagine women who don't have peace and and they and they're married to men who like n- at no given time will you ever be on pause? You'll you'll always have to exercise those muscles. And it's like, whoa, hold on, bro, I'm not a robot here. You know, like, I got to cleanse myself. I got to get back to what I know and be this woman. <laughs> you know, like, this ain't right. It ain't right. That's why it's messy. It's pressed. I think it's pressed, to be honest. Like, calm down. You got to do it when it's done. I mean, I'm cool. I think it's good for your man to be pressed in that way. Because, I mean, True. don't you want him to be pressed for you? I know I personally do in that way. I do. I do want my man be pressed for me. I do. You're right. But to me, I feel like once you take that little break, I feel like you want it even more. That's how I feel like. After. So even though you're pressed, I feel like I want you to have that self-control. You know what I mean? Right. And I feel like that's a lack of self-control whenever we're doing that. Like, we're just like, we're just saying like, oh, we just whatever, you know? But it's cool. It's to each his own. Like, so you're right. Like, I sh- it's not a judgment thing. It's like, look, if that's what you want to do, then do it. But I feel like it, it may feel good in the moment, but afterwards you always pay for it. It's something cramping or something like. That's and true. once I learned that, I was like, look, to hell with it. Definitely, you know, like it could be repercussions. You will have repercussions at the funeral. I, I, didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah, so, yeah. Definitely. Like it could start leaving. It could be right. heavier, right? Like yeah. it could be. You might extend the day, right? Exactly. Like, like you took it too far this time. Someone was just telling me about a tattoo situation. So we're gonna so talk about I that. It's a tattoo. Heard about this the other day. She got her her his his face on her elbow. That's a pretty good tattoo though. It's a dope tattoo. Like whoever did this this he got her face. Look, whoever did that is pretty good, right? Like this person was a real good sketch artist. Like that was dope. But the reality is, how many people have broken up after getting their partner's names or some type of tattoo on them? A lot. A lot. More than we can even count. So it makes me wonder what's going on between them that she's take she's taking it so far and she just um recently revealed that she was going through some type of issues with staying sober or you know, yeah, she was going through like some while while recording this this new album who and critics are saying this album is amazing. I've heard a few tracks and it is really good. And so it's like is he her like sobriety person? Is her sobriety linked to him? If they break up, will she crash? Like, this is a big thing right here, this elbow tattoo. These are the many questions that I have. And she's a Pisces like myself. And so we love super hard. We love so hard. It's like, take my soul. (laughs) We take it so far. It's ridiculous, you know? And so I want to know what's going on with that. Would you have your boyfriend's name or... Don't make that face. Don't make that face. I'm sorry. 
Would you? I mean, definitely not a face. And if I was going to get something, which I think at this point I wouldn't, but when I was younger, I had discussions with boyfriends about that. I would get a husband's name, perhaps. But what's the difference? Y'all can break them uh, too. Are they, are we they can work break... together musically? They have made an album. They made a, they made a uh, what was it? Twenty? What was it called? I forget what it's called. They their made album. a mix, like a mixtape. Yeah, it was really good. It was really. Well, good. I don't know that much about Big Sean, but he does seem kind of solid. So you're saying like she had sobriety issues like if he's like a solid person right. like drawing her out of that uh, right. situation right like, i mean she she might just be ecstatic that he helped her so she far yeah. along she might, yes, and I, feel like, I feel like it's an honor so it's, it's not something even like that straight infatuation that's what just, i'm thinking i'm thinking maybe she'll because i know for me as a pisces person we like sentimental stuff so it may be something that she thought about and maybe she was like you know what even if we do like depart you know, this man was integral to the growth. This man was integral to making me happy and taking me out of the place that I was at. Mm -hmm. And Big Sean is an Aries, so fellow Aries man. Um, and you know, he I like his music. I feel like he's raw. And maybe he does make her happy. Maybe they they are, they are forever. Sometimes you just know. You know what I mean? Um, but you know, shout out to um, Janae and Big Sean. Keep the love going. All right. So I want to talk about this. Did you guys hear about what happened with um, Azalea Banks and um, Russell Crowe last year, in 2016? No. The Gladiator? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. No. You know who Azalea Banks is? Yes. You know who Azalea Banks? Of course, right? Well, Miss Azalea Banks went to a dinner party with Reza from Wu-Tang, and Russell Crowe happened to be there, a whole bunch of Hollywood big wigs. And long behold, Russell Crowe, Azalea Banks says after the dinner, Russell Crowe called her a nigger, and spit at her. She she said um, RZA did not have her back. RZA denied it then. RZA recently went on The Breakfast Club this week and said that Russell actually did spit at her, but he didn't spit. It wasn't like a fake spit. It was like a, 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 like a, like a sideways, like a, you know what I'm saying? You know? And then Charlamagne was like, well, did you say something? Did you? He was like, you know, yeah, I mean, you know, afterwards he did apologize to me. We did talk about it, but he apologized to Azalea. And did you say something in the moment? No, you didn't. And you deflected and you lied and you never said anything about it. You know what I mean? Like you waited a whole year. You made the, you made the world think that this girl was just this crazy black chick at this dinner party. And perhaps this conversation went left. But why would she be there in the first place? What were y'all talking about? Apparently they have some type of project they're working on. And like, it's like, it's crazy because overseas, Azalea Banks is actually really respected for her music. It's in America that we don't really know what she's for because she, I think she gets angry because she's frustrated with a lot of the, the, the just the craziness that goes on here. And it's really a club in a sense, you know what I mean? And she realizes because she doesn't fit a certain type of look, she will never be integrated fully into this concept. And so people pretty much try to throw her away, but she really has a great music, like great sound. But this is so tragic because in my opinion, I'm disappointed in RZA from Wu-Tang because I'm like, first of all, Black women already don't even feel protected um, in society. And then you're a black man, and it makes us feel like, you're going to sit there and somebody spit at us? You know what I'm saying? Spit at me and call me out my name? You're not going to say, yo, chill. You don't talk to a sister like that. You know what I'm saying? Not because you want to be, you want to keep your, your place in this circle. This You want to keep your place at the seat at the table. You know what I mean? What do you guys think about it? I don't know that much about Azalea Banks. I know she's more fam. I, I just know her from controversy more so than her right. hits. Right. Um, and if that's what you say, like a lot of musicians do get big overseas and they're not really big out here. But um, anytime I hear her in any kind of news, it's she's always arguing with somebody. 
So yeah. that's the only reason I n know her, to be honest with you. And I think she had that hit, the uh, 212, two, yeah. or whatever. whatever. That, yeah. that was like eight years ago now. Yeah, in America, yeah, definitely. But she has some, I've seen a recent video, it was hot. I'm like, damn, this girl is fire. Like, damn, if only we could just, if only we could erase all the negativity that she has screwed out. And it's like she got sucked in. And unfortunately, she can't erase it. She can't erase her image unless she really pretty much became a bitch. Like, bitched up for them. It was like, I'm sorry, everyone. She's not doing that. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. She's not doing that. So it's over for her here. You know, like, she either can just go find a regular job somewhere or... Well, no, she's going to be eating off that overseas money. You're right, that overseas money. She's going to be all right. She's going to always be famous. She's going to be all right. For her and there's people that do love her. There's people that... It's like... One thing about the world is that everyone has a fan. You know, like, everyone has a fan. And that's what we're seeing here. All right, so we are now talking about... Waka Flocka, Waka Flocka says that um, he's not black. His quote is, when it comes to talking about African Americans, I have no education with that period. I'm not even connected to that no more because it's a system. I'm not African American at all. My folks is not from Africa. Okay. What do you guys think about that statement? You think he's African? You think he's right for that assessment? Well, I mean, I saw, so I, I saw that and then I saw him clarify it as well and i think that i understand where he's coming from with the clarification he's basically saying that you know the whole thing with african-american doesn't respond to him and it's kind of similar to like what like whoopi goldberg was saying when she was like you know i'm not african-american and you know i'm just black so i get i get that because you know i definitely think that some of his ancestors definitely are african but, I don't know, maybe he's, you know, saying um, that, I don't know, maybe they're West Indian or whatever. But even then, it's such a melting pot. But he shouldn't have said that. What he should have said was what he said in his clarification, which is that he feels like the stereotypical black person or African American is not what he's going to be and is not who he wants to identify himself with. Like, when a white person says that, they're thinking of African-American in a derogatory way. Somebody that's uneducated, somebody that's uncultured, you know, doesn't have any coots, you know, all these things. And he's saying that he no longer wants to play that game and be in that race and identify with that. So I think he should have led with that instead of talking about ancestors because ancestors and stereotypes are two different things. Okay. All right. Thank you so much for that clarification. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, that was perfecto. I really love when my guests come on and show me their intellect. That's why I know oh, these cool people. Seriously. All right. So it's time for the main intercourse. We are talking about interracial dating. Doesn't matter if you're black or white. So let me stop. <laughs> but seriously, like, it's not a big deal, right? Or is it? Let's talk about it. All right, guys. So I want to know, have you guys had any experiences dating outside of your race? I have. Um, yes, I'm in an interracial relationship. Where's your partner from? So he's from Puerto Rico. Oh my goodness. Is his family okay? Uh, <laughs> you caught me off guard with Some of them know when they haven't been able to get in wow. touch with a lot of them since this then. Because there's no electricity there. Yeah. <laughs> yes, girl. Yes. And how about you, Mike? What yes. About you? So, so uh, what, it, what has been your experience? Are you dating somebody interracially? Or? Yes. Mm, okay. So, where is your partner from? Uh, Darby. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what's, well, what's their inner, what's their race? Uh, melanated. 
Okay. Melanated. Okay. All right. So, okay. So, I'm glad that we have that because she could have been Asian. You know what I'm saying? So, this goes right with the flow and the tempo and some of the things that I have to ask. Okay. So, me, I dated an Italian before. Italian that was seemed to, he had a lot of swagger. You know, we had a good time. It was cool. There were some things that I liked and I think it was more so that I felt like he was nicer. You know, like to me. But <laughs> I don't know. Like, for real. Like, I feel like black dudes sometimes are like so harsh. You know, or like too overly aggressive or don't show enough attention or, you know, just do their own thing. So, I don't know. What do you, what is, what do you love about dating outside of your race or your nationality? I like, uh, it's not even just about dating outside of my race. It's just um, I, I just I'm attracted to a certain type and I feel like a certain type's attracted to me mm -hmm. and just how I, um, situations I put myself in the way I carry myself I end up just being around a certain type of um, people and uh, wow. it usually works out um, I in, enjoy um, the dating world and I enjoy women and I enjoy women of uh, now and then it's a it's a it's a it's it's good and um it's not like I know I, yeah, I don't not try to like pay attention to like other um even like irish girls i mean i dated jamaican and irish I, they were sworn they, oh she's mixed jamaican she's, and oh, irish wow that's so cool so that was uh that was that was interesting wow so, yeah. that's pretty cool and how about you like have you always dated outside or did you just did you just happen to meet this guy and you're like you know what? i like him as far as like adult relationships, this is the first one that I've had dating somebody outside of my race. Wow. But when I was like a teenager, yeah, I, I've had other, um, I've had other Hispanic boyfriends. Yes. Really? Mm -hmm. Did you like grow up in a Hispanic area, or did you just? No, I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't know what it was. I didn't. Um, I grew up in Southwest Philly. So I didn't grow up in that in a you know an area that was like mixed or anything. Um, but I always went to school in Center City, so I would always. Where in Southwest? So I'm from Penrose. Me too. Where? Um, right off of um 81st Street. I'm on 76th and Rosella. Oh, okay, I know that. We're Penrose girls. I never meet people. That's so cool. All right, so that's so cool. All right, for me. The Italian guy was older, and so he came at me, but I feel like I sometimes don't get the hint when, like, a guy that's, like, outside of my race wants to holler. But lately, a lot of them have been trying to holler, like, more openly. So, like, my question is, how, when you're, do you feel like it's different when you're approaching someone from a different, or do you just, like, it's, like, the same way? You feel like you're the same on every occasion, no matter who it is. Because for me, I feel like sometimes I'm, like... Awkward and not knowing, like, and I don't want to do too much. You know, I don't want him to think like I'm too much, a pushy black girl, whatever the case may be. I might think about something like, like that. that. You know what I mean? Like, have you ever thought about it like that, or do you just approach it like naturally? Like, mm -hmm. you just I, like yeah, I, I approach it naturally. I, I mean, I'm just attracted to people first off, so I'll be attracted to your personality. Um, the superficial stuff that that gets old real quick. I mean, even if you're gorgeous, it's so only so long you put up with a gorgeous girl with no personality. So, um, it's usually the personality is strong and, um, I don't know. It's not, it's, it's, it's silly to say like the, think colorblind, but you know, you know, it's, I don't know, just you're attracted to who you're attracted to. Cause you're so comfortable in, in it. And I feel like, is it because society may make us feel like we shouldn't be comfortable maybe sometimes with dating? Cause I mean, I'm not going to front. It's a double standard. When I see a black dude with a white woman, sometimes I feel like, well, why not me? Or why not us? You know what I mean? Like why her even like because i feel like damn like how like so many single black women and you just like no 
But then if I see like a, a black woman that got a, a white dude, I'm like, damn, she could that. You know what I'm saying? venture out so it, it's i don't know and I, it's it this it's twofold because i don't i feel like i don't want to betray my black men i don't want to give up on black men and feel like and make them feel the way i felt what how the black man has made me feel especially when, when you look at like big rising like football players or whatever it's like majority of them choose not to have us you know what i'm saying so i don't want to make you feel less than it already as a black man when society's beating you down and make you feel like, damn, your own woman don't want you. But then I'm like, hold on. This is not my fight to fight. Okay? Right. So it's like, what do you do when you want to stay connected to your roots and you want to be down and you want to be real? But at the same time, you're like, you know what? I travel. I'm a, I'm, I'm a world traveler. Like, I meet people in other countries and race and all that doesn't matter at all. Like, when I was in Ghana, me and my London friends kicking it. And I saw... And, I didn't even feel the same way even out there. Like when I saw like the black dudes and one of the white, like I felt like, you know, and the, and the white dudes wanting us like, I'm like, this is love. I'm like, damn, we loving each other. You know what I'm saying? Like it's so, it's weird. It's like, it's a confliction at times, you know? You ever felt conflicted or you just felt like this is what it is? For me, I just felt like this is what it is. And, you know, I have a younger brother and I, we're very close and I talk to him a lot about relationships and I've talked to a lot of his friends about it as well. Mm -hmm. And, you know, at one point, it really bothered me when he would say things like, well, I want somebody that looks exotic. Okay. Especially what you said uh, about traveling and being around. And I would be, you know, be either overseas or just in a different area um, with my significant other. And it's like you get treated differently. And oh, Phil yeah. in Philadelphia, it's one thing. And I think there's a whole reason to get out of Philadelphia. There's, you could do a whole show on reasons to leave Philly. Um, I got to do a quick plug for Travel Gang because we travel, travel international. So it, you have to broaden your, your perspective because we'll be overseas and like old couples will just stop, like stop and like give us props. Like, you know, just older, like same, like we'll be wherever and they'll just stop and just be like, oh, you know, good for y'all or like, and then back to what you were saying about like, you know, congratulating your sisters for getting with a white guy. And blah, blah. Now I, I seen that firsthand on my, from my perspective, like, like, girls will just stop and give my girl, like, an air high five or something. And then, like, do, like, I, you know, I'm a gentleman, so I let my lady walk first. And, like, she walks through and she kept, like, the room catches there. And then I come behind and it's like, oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, so you see their disappointment, too. So it's like, it's like, we can't have it both ways. So it's going to be one of those things where it's just going to be debatable for many, many years to come. But when you first, obviously, when you first started bringing people around that you were dating outside your race how did your family respond and friends well for me we're it's a 12 year gap between me and him so for me it was more Whoa. so yeah he's older yes oh, girl you like it spicy <laughs> so Rich. for me my family was just like what are you doing with this old man but, um, oh my God. because when we met, I wasn't even 30 yet, but he was 41 and they were like, what are you doing? And so I was, to me, I was, I had dated guys in their thirties. I had dated somebody up to 37 and I'm like, well, what do I have to lose? Let me just give it a try. 
So it wasn't really, for mm-hmm. me on my end, it wasn't really a race thing. It was more of an age thing. It's so juicy. Yes, girl. Tell it all. <laughs> on the couch tonight. Right? And how about you? What did your, your friends and family say when you started bringing melanin around? That well, you're galactic. I, I mean, I, I, I started I started that way. Um, I'm from Philly, so I was brought up intercultural. Like, I was in a public school where, you know, it was pretty split evenly, you know, between whites, Spanish, uh, Asian, blacks, everybody. So I came up in a mixed culture. Mm. So it wasn't really a culture shock. And, you know, my mom was a Philly public school teacher. So, oh, that's awesome. So, so like, she's very open-minded. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, it, it wasn't even that. And it, it, it's like, like, it was not like a shock. Like, she, she saw what my friends were, like, growing up. Like, I had jobs since I was young. I was always working. Always, you know, I tried to have a couple dollars with me. So I was always, you know, active. And, um, you know, I, I first started uh, dating Spanish girls. And uh, then, you know. And then you elevated. Let me stop. Ah, just kidding. <laughs> So, okay. um, you know, it was, it was, it is what it is. You know, I brought everybody around. It doesn't matter. That's you know, what's I, up. I dabble. But, you know, in my culture, because I'm African, so I'm not just a black girl. Right. So, in my culture, my dad would tell me things like, make sure he's Muslim. That's his first priority. Okay. And then make sure he's not Nigerian. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. So, like, that was his only requirement. You know, it was like, you Muslim? Yeah, you know, but no. But so it's it's different in that room. It was never ever focused on race. It was always about religion. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And even that can be an issue and even that could be a challenge. Yeah. But, you know, it's it's good that you guys feel like you're comfortable and, and that you're you know, you're willing to love who you want to love. Do you feel like society will ever really truly embrace it entirely? Do you feel like we're getting to that point where we're starting to really just blend into like a whole nother species and we're probably gonna be op- Obsolete, maybe just all black and all white, so it's gonna be like a mixture of like melting pot of like love and individuals. Do you ever feel like it's gonna be like that? Now that Trump's in office, no, okay, I don't because I think that um, a lot of people are saying that he is dividing us, mm-hmm. but to me, I think that he is just making it okay for people to show that they would prefer division. Mm-hmm. Whereas though before it wasn't okay to say that, so people just didn't really speak on it or say anything. Right. But I do find it interesting that there are more interracial young children mm-hmm. in impoverished neighborhoods or like very rural areas where you would think that it wouldn't be so much of that. Right. But I find it very interesting to see all these little mixed kids with like their Italian and They're Irish saying something. and Jewish What is the message that's being said, do you think? Because you see all of that. I don't know. I would love to be a fly on the wall when they find out that the person is having a mixed child. Okay. So anybody out there who may be thinking of dating outside of their race, do you have any tips that you can give them to kind of like make them feel more comfortable or like maybe places that you think that they should go to kind of like just let people know? Because I feel like sometimes that's hard too. You may want to date outside your race, right? But you don't know like, is the person going to even like like me or <laughs> should they like, I personally think they should go to like mixy kind of like lounges and stuff like that. Like I know like DC is a very like mixed kind of place where it's open-minded and like that. Like, don't just stay at home. Don't just feel like, don't just go to the same local places and think that you're going to meet somebody from, like, you know, like, maybe poetry events. You know what I mean? Because I feel like many different kinds of people go to poetry events in Philly. I don't know. 
what do you have some favorite places? I don't know where to meet people. I yeah, I I just act I'm very active in my lifestyle, so I'm I'm moving here and there, so I come across people. Yeah, events. Um, but it but a lot of people aren't active, so I would say like there's a lot active. of there's a lot of um I know in this city there's a lot of like uh, adult sport leagues, because um, a lot of people don't like the bar scene. Um, people are uh, yeah, like, breaking their fingers on Tinder or whatever. So um, I guess you could go there. There's, Tinder. Uh, or, I mean, no, crazy I, I is on there. Remember, guys, I told you that story. <laughs> I was going for five minutes and got a told weirdo. Okay. I mean, I don't really, I'm not, I don't really dig the internet stuff, but um, right. if they're out there, I mean, I don't know, but. I mean, me personally, I just don't even think you should be worried about uh, dating. I think you should pretty much follow your passion and like the person you'll, the person's going to show up. That's how I feel. That's how I feel personally. It's like if you're worried, if you're worried about dating, you're gonna, you're gonna get a date. It's gonna be like one night. <laughs> but yeah. I, I just think you should go after what you want, and then the the people, the people that are uh, supposed to be in your your sphere will will be there. And don't worry about I don't I don't know but then that's terrible for somebody who can't get a date. To... You know what? I think that you're right. I, I do like that concept because like for me, I focus on my passion. I focus on my dreams. You know, I'm out here. Yeah, I, by day, you know, boys and girls club director, but by night, you guys, I'm here. You know, hosting. And speaking of hosting, guys, mark your calendars. November sixteenth, we are doing a live taping at a lounge. Yes, we are. Details to be released. It's going to be um, in. In a nice all white place, we're gonna have seats set up, tickets. I mean, it's gonna be popping, live music. So I'm coming back to you. I'm not gonna give it all today, but I just wanna let you know that it's coming up. So mark your calendar. This is Thursday night, November 16th, from seven to nine. We'll probably stay there a little later though. And I, before we go, guys, I want you to tell me, tell them more about what you're doing. You know, what's coming up for you, and how they can follow you. Um. So I'll start, um, but I did want to piggyback off of the advice that you asked to give. Okay. So I was just going to say that for me, I think um, I've learned a lot about relationships, period, since um, I've been an adult. And when I say that, I'm talking about like over 30. And um, interracial relationships, especially when there are language barriers, and mm-hmm. okay. and cultural barriers um, yeah. in terms of the person not being um, born and raised or their family not being born and raised in America can make things extremely hard and difficult. I know we had a lot of issues in terms of that. So, you know, know what you're kind of signing yourself up for. You know, love requires a lot of patience, a lot of sacrifice and compromise. Um, and if the person is worth it, then it will work out. But just know that if that is the case, try to find that out in the beginning. Because I didn't do that. And, you know, I kind of thought that there were certain things going on because of my race. And it wasn't. It was because of language barriers and things like that. So find those things out because they can kind of mess you up a little bit. But um, I don't do, normally share a lot of my personal life on social media, but if you are interested in boobs and bras and girl power, you can follow me <laughs> anywhere on social media at the T-H-E, Philly Bra Lady. I'm on Instagram. I'm not on Snap. Um, I'm on Facebook and yes. Twitter. Mm-hmm. 
you can follow me there if you are interested in learning more you can also go to my website thephillybridelady.com okay how about you um Go right back to the topic. Uh, I want I want to put a I want to put a heavy push on dating uh, outside. I don't even say race. Just dating outside your culture. And here's why. We're reconnecting. Um, I think a main reason you should date outside your culture if you're not in a, a serious relationship already, I, it's kind of like it's exploration. So if you like, you learn a whole new culture through. Yeah. You can learn a whole new culture through dating somebody. You if like Absolutely. you date you date Italian, you can learn all about you know their amazing culinary like culture then you date a spanish person you learn about the music and the dancing and the uh like the salsa merengue like i, I, I never knew about that now i listen to that stuff every saturday night i wow. love i love that music like it, wow. st it sticks with you and you know even like asian culture date i mean that, that's a hard code to crack but, yeah it is that's <laughs> a hard code to crack but you know i would just say I, I think dating outside your culture, uh, if if you're not already in a serious relationship, I'll put a heavy recommendation on it, um, just just to learn new things and um, give yourself some more uh, uh, angles or diversity within yourself, and just give yourself some. Uh, so you know you can jump in on a conversation, you can speak this on certain things that you wouldn't, you would have no idea that somebody could speak on something and. What do you know? They did. They they dated somebody like you date somebody from Puerto Rico. So maybe you can speak on like what's going on down there, like out of nowhere. Like we wouldn't yeah. expect that. Like oh, I, we, we yeah, we know exactly what's going on there right now. Yeah, and you can learn a new language. Do you know how to speak Spanish a little bit? No, girl, you have to get the app in and get the learning. So the baby is the baby gonna be fluent? Yes, good because that's necessary. But you should learn. That's how, more money. Bilingual, girl. And you got your own teacher in the house. Do I? How y'all talk? <laughs> I mean, his first his first language is Spanish. His second is English. So I mean, we talk in English, but again, that caused a lot of issues because I'm like, you know, do you understand? Imagine if I was, you know, Caribbean and we spoke patois in front of you, and it's like a room full of Caribbeans and everybody's talking, and you have no idea what they're saying. As an American that's hard for us to deal with because we're not normally in that situation and as a black girl i'm like so 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 your fans talking about me like what you're saying but it wasn't like that but yeah it was different. and africans do the same thing they're going to speak their language like why should we not be our comfortable self in our environment because you don't know like no and i agree with and that's that like americans always have the ethnocentric point of view in which you're supposed to adhere to them. In right. Sense, you know? Yeah, and I didn't want them to do that. I just wanted him to be able to empathize how right. I felt right. in that situation. So it's like, if y'all gonna do it, at least, like, nudge me and let me know what you're talking about. Because mm -mm. it's too much to keep transferring. Like, but we have to do that now because his mom doesn't speak any English. And you have to learn how to speak Spanish. You, it's going to be your life. She's also been here 40 years. She should know some things, too. No, no, no. I don't agree with that either. Because just because you're living in America does not mean you have to automatically. It might be hard. Like she's not doing like regular, probably school. Like I'm, I know because I'm from an international background, so I know. Like my aunt's been living here for a long time too, and she don't even know how to read for real. Like she, like I don't even know how she does it. But people sometimes from other cultures, other countries, they find it extremely difficult to integrate like that. And even though they're here, they still hold on so hard to their customs. And I appreciate a lot of that because I got a lot of my customs from my family because 
my parents were like, when you come home from school, if I speak to you in Mandingo, you, you return that language in Mandingo. So now I can speak my language fluently, but mm -hmm. people don't know that. And so sometimes I'm in situations and I can understand the language. And, I can, and when I went to Africa to visit my grandparents, I can speak to them. And it's so important now that you're about to have this integration that you take that chance and that leap to be like, all right, I'm gonna try to learn a few things maybe get a tutor or put an app put, put the earphones in my ear in the morning learn a few sentences because i'm telling you it's going to enrich your life more to just be able to integrate in that culture and you're going to be a dope black chick speaking spanish like I'm i mean i thought about learning as the baby learns yes. but again you know the baby will learn so fast i learned my language being a baby a child he right. spoke to me straight out the gate and that's what his that's he's gonna be around his family he's gonna know it good Yo, I think you should really look into like learning Spanish for for your your family to enhance your life, you know, so you won't feel as frustrated, and you you also show them, listen, I respect your culture, you know, like I want to be a part of this. I don't want you to just break down and just think that, you know, they already think that we're difficult sometimes, you know, as Americans. I agree. Yeah, and we can be, you know. Have you seen Americans traveling? You know, <laughs> so you know that's just. That's just my finishing thoughts, but I think it's beautiful that you guys are having a baby. And please, please send me some pictures when you get here. Pop. When you do? February 13th. I'm going to have an Aquarius. Or a Capricorn if it comes early. Is it going to be a boy? I don't know, but I'm hoping. Oh, I'm me. Like, I know. Maybe it's a boy. I don't know. I'm hoping for an Aquarius, though. Will you come back on the show and tell us what you had? Yes. Okay, guys. You guys heard it here first. And you want to end and tell them all about the great things that you're doing and what's coming up for you? I'll keep it real quick. Uh, Philly Freedom Project, we have a, a fundraiser right now for basketballs. We're raising money for 10,000 basketballs, uh, $110,000. Oh. Check it out at uh, generosity.com. We have a nonprofit, 501c3 Philadelphia Freedom Project. And uh, we're uh, taking donations. Uh, we can take it through PayPal as well, uh, phillyfreedomproject.gmail.com. Uh, you want to follow me, uh, Philly Freedom Project, on uh, Instagram, and most stuff on radio on Instagram and facebook it's michael james patrick robinson wow and i gotta i gotta do you have guests on most up though right yes oh uh, also uh, speaking on the um i started a morning show i'm doing a morning show every morning uh we do a monday night show we have a single guest uh every monday we do uh artist guest um uh, well, working out to be artists uh tuesdays we have tall table talk with teeth and tall cans on tuesdays and then uh we're working on something with 98.5 uptown radio and uh, we're working on an open mic situation because Philly, we need another open mic. And uh, if you want to get involved in what we got going on, most slept on TV at gmail.com. Hit me up or uh, contact uh, the guru and the she'll guru. let you know. Been to the guru. And you guys know where to find me. You can find me on Facebook, uh, Been to the Guru, as you're watching now. Um, you can also find me on Instagram, Been to the Guru. So it's B I N C U T H A Guru, G U R U. And um, also on Snapchat, so been to the guru everywhere, guys. I have so much in store. The new website is coming. I don't want to say anything too much right now. New, many, 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 many new ventures, and I just can't wait to share with you and connect. And I hope that you guys will come on my show. So hit me up, sexmoonandstars at gmail.com. Let's talk about it. Peace.